Welcome to The Sarah Scoop Show. It's time to get the scoop with Sarah. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Sarah Scoop Show. I am so excited because we have Lexi Skipper here from season one of Love is Blind. And Lexi, you have quite the story to share, as a lot of your story didn't get shown on the actual show. So, Lexi, thank you for joining me. Let's thank you first, for having me. Yeah. I'm so excited. Let's first start off with how did you decide to go on Love is Blind? Oh my gosh. So it's so crazy because it actually was filmed in October 2018. So it's been quite some time since the whole casting and filming and everything. So so backstory, I was reached out on Instagram and I was almost actually on Colton season of The Bachelor. So that's kind of where this all started. It all started from Instagram DM. I went through the whole casting for that, um, which was a pretty long process. And then I got like towards the top 50 and then they called me and said that, you know, up to, you know, the ABC producers and all that kind of stuff that I didn't make final cut, but they wanted to keep me in their casting directory for anything, you know, that may come up in the future. And literally three weeks later, I got another message on Instagram. And this time it was from Love is Blind. At the time, I didn't really know much about it. Um, they basically just said, we're casting a show for Atlanta single. Would you like to hear more about Are You Single? And I'm like, this kind of stuff doesn't happen to me very often. It was like two casting opportunities in the matter of like two months. So yeah, I basically just listened to what they had to say and kind of just felt like, why does this keep happening to me? I feel like it's a sign. I might as well just go for it. So that's kind of how it happened. It happened really quick for me too. So did you know that finding love on TV was something that you really thought could happen and work out for you? I mean, honestly, I never really thought about it. A lot of my friends had always been like, you should apply for The Bachelor. Like, you know, you should just try it out. And I just was, I just put it off and I was like, I'm not doing that. It doesn't seem like something that would work. I've always been a fan of the shows and watching reality TV and stuff, but I never really envisioned myself, you know, in that kind of opportunity. And I don't know. I honestly just felt like it happened at the perfect time. Dating, I was just kind of fed up with it and living in Atlanta for three years. It was, it's just hard to date, you know? And so I just felt like, you know what, like maybe this is how I'm going to meet somebody like not really conventional or how I would have planned it, but I really did feel like it could be a great opportunity and just to kind of, you know, learn about myself a little bit more and just kind of put myself out there and see what happens. So was the casting process the same then or did, cause you said the bachelor took a little while and you found yeah. out you didn't make it to Colton's did love is blind. Were you waiting a while or did it just kind of happen really quickly for you? So I found out, um, I, I remember I was on a cruise when I found out about, you know, the ending of the ca casting for the bachelor. Um, and that was like late July and I didn't hear about, um, love is blind until like the end of August and, or actually it was like more like the first week of September. I feel like, cause I had exactly four weeks to get everything done, to go through the psych evaluations, to fill out all my paperwork, do all the interviews. So for Love is Blind, the casting was so fast. I feel like I didn't really have time to like process what I was getting myself into. Once I finished the interviews, it was like, okay, you're going on the show. And the next thing I know, I'm like in the pods. So it happened within four weeks for me for that. So it was very quick. And did you know real, a lot about the concept of the show? Because you were on the first season, so you mm -hmm. hadn't really had a chance to like watch it. Did you know you would maybe get engaged so that was definitely mentioned um the first initial conversation it was kind of just like you know we have the show we're casting in atlanta it's all atlanta people you know there's an opportunity where you could get engaged um, it was kind of like not as many details at the beginning but once i went through a little bit more and i started talking to production i was fully aware of 
what I was getting myself into that, you know, well, I wasn't going to see the guys, which was kind of interesting for me because it's a totally different concept, mm-hmm. you know, with shows like The Bachelor and other dating shows, everybody's watched it. Everybody knows the concepts. So this intrigued me a lot that, you know, they had pretty much finished a lot of the guys. They had already said they had approved a bunch of guys to be on there. There was, you know, they had potential matches for me and these guys wanted to get married and like wanted to settle down. And for me, that intrigued me because, you know, I've been in Atlanta for three years and no guy seems to want to settle down. So I was intrigued thinking like, oh, they already have 15 guys that are, you know, living in my backyard that want to actually get married and settle down. So that's really what hooked me. But yeah, I knew I knew I could possibly get engaged without seeing them. And then, you know, go through the whole process of the four weeks of living together, vacation, and then the wedding, which was crazy. I honestly can't believe I did it. But it was just something different. And I felt like the way that it happened, it really fell in my lap. So I just felt like maybe it's a sign. Maybe this is how I'm going to meet my guy. I don't know. <laughs> so let's go back. You got cast on the show and you show up in this house and meet the girls. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah. So we got there, you know, we got mic'd up and all that, which is definitely a different kind of environment. I've never been on any kind of TV or had cameras follow me anywhere. So that was definitely interesting. And meeting the girls, we all really clicked immediately it was really cool to see too that we the cast was very diverse so we were all great everyone was gorgeous so walking in it is a little bit intimidating but you know seeing that all of us were super genuine because we didn't know what we were getting into you know like there was no kind of preconceived notions about it we just kind of were being vulnerable and just kind of seeing what would happen so everyone was so genuine and i just felt a connection with a lot of the girls immediately so yeah that was definitely like overwhelming just because we were all kind of not knowing what to expect. But yeah, I mean, the whole camera thing was definitely interesting for me. It's not something that I was like, you know, would have been used to or the first day was pretty hard because the cameras were kind of everywhere. But like after the, you know, the first few days, it was kind of, you just forget that they're there. Really. Yeah, than 24 hours a day. Yeah, we were there the whole time. No phone, no TV, no music. I mean, you're really cut off from all distractions. So that was definitely, you know, a different environment to be into. It's kind of like quarantine, but you know, we just didn't have our phones or anything. So we couldn't talk to anyone besides each other. So we formed a really good, you know, kind of sisterhood, I would say right off the bat. Yeah. So you made some really good friends and you were also building these relationships with the single men. How did that kind of play out for you? So I remember like going into my first date, obviously it was super nerve wracking because you know, you're, you don't really, you're not used to walking in on a date, a blind date, you know, you can go on a blind date, and not really know the person, but now with social media and everything you, I mean, it doesn't take much to find somebody, you know, if you know their first and last name. So it was definitely nerve wracking, just walking in, knowing like, I'm going to be sitting in this room, talking to this like glazed over wall and just being able to hear someone's voice. Um, but after my first date, you know, it was a lot less awkward than you would really imagine first day I talked to like three or four um, different guys that I immediately felt a really good connection with but you know talking to people it's crazy how you feel like you can't really form a connection just through speaking with someone and I was I mean I was obviously open to it but I didn't know what to expect but right off the bat I mean I was connecting with like a handful of them Um, and then I could kind of tell who was more of a friend I could get that vibe weirdly through just speaking with someone for just a few minutes so And how long were your dates? Did you get like meet everyone the first day for like 20 minutes or how did that work? Yeah. So there's 15 girls and 15 guys. So the first day we dated every guy. 
So if you can imagine 15 guys in one day, that's a lot, you know, like I haven't been on 15 dates in two years. So definitely a lot of information. But yeah, we dated everyone in our dates. I think we're about seven minutes the first day. Um, and so basically after that, we went through all the dates and, you know, we could rank everyone from like one to 15, just kind of, you know, our most interested to the least. And then the dates would kind of get shorter and our list would get smaller as the days went on. So we would date multiple times a day. We would do like morning, you know, afternoon, night rounds or whatever. Um, and each time we did another round, our dates would get shorter and our list would just, you know, get smaller. So. And so you ultimately did find a connection with someone and we didn't get to see this part on the show, which I just yeah. think crazy. I know. I know. It's sad. I hate it. You know, it's crazy going through this whole process and actually finding someone and getting engaged and then the show coming out and it not being shown, which, you know, it's definitely like a letdown because it's something that, you know, we waited a year and a half. So I don't mm -hmm. know if you know, we filmed in October, 2018, like I said, it didn't come out until this February. So we had a year and like six months to kind of like muddle this over and wonder how it was going to play out. Obviously we knew, you know, we didn't go to the vacation part. So we knew after the pods and the engagement and the reveal, you know, that we wouldn't be shown anymore after that, but we had no idea how little of the pod dating they were going to show. We thought at least two episodes at least. So it's definitely disappointing, but so it's a great you, experience. You actually got engaged then. Yeah. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't know. I mean, I've talked about it in several interviews and, you know, articles and stuff. Cause people found out that not only, you know, six couples got engaged, actually eight couples got engaged. So they didn't show, you know, two, four of us basically making those connections and going to the engagement part and then actually seeing each other for the first time. So, yeah. What was it like for you? Had like the person that you got engaged to had mm -hmm. even your number one, like from the whole time and then you finally got to see him or how did that work? So he was definitely like towards the top of my list from the get go. We just kind of on paper, everything like lined up with, you know, how, what we, what we want to do with our lives, our bucket list, um, family was huge for him as well. And like our faith and stuff. So we connected right off the bat, but I kind of do this all the time. I know it's like very normal for girls, you know, when you see someone or you talk to someone and everything seems to be so perfectly lined up, you're like, wait, this can't be, you know, this can't be real. This can't be right. So I kind of, you know, had him at the top, obviously, but there was other connections that I was forming and I didn't want to being this vulnerable. I didn't want to just like put all my eggs in one basket. So I definitely remained open for the first like three or four days, I would say to multiple different connections. And I was trying to be present in every date and really just focus on, you know, what I was talking about with that one person and then kind of turn the page for the next date. But yeah, I had three guys really kind of at the top for me for the whole time. He was definitely up there, but it took me a little bit longer to, you know, really feel like this could be the guy that I'm like possibly going to get married to. So I really wanted to be present and make sure I was making like the right decision. So, and we got to see a little on the show of the girls kind of wanting the same guy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Was that a big conflict with all of the men in the house? Um, you know, honestly, it's crazy watching it. We saw a lot more than we actually knew about, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, definitely there, you put 15 guys and 15 girls dating each other. Someone's bound to like the same guy, you know, like that's going to happen. That happens in the real world. But here, you know, we were all being super open and we knew it was going to happen for me. It's funny. Cause me and Kelly actually both really had good connections with Kenny 
me and Kenny had a lot of the same um, mutual friends and we also connected on a lot of things like family and, you know, we knew a lot of the same people. We'd never knew each other, but we had a lot of connections and mutual friends and stuff. So for me, that made me feel really comfortable because I was like, okay, if, you know, we know a lot of the same people and we have the same kind of judge of character, then this could really work in the real world. So I kind of held on to that, but there was never like any drama at all, which is kind of crazy because like I said, 15 girls in a house, you just assume that somebody's not going to get along. But really for the most part, I never had any issues with any of the girls. We all kind of, as much as we could, kind of tried to not talk about it with each other as far as like our relationships with the people that we knew we both liked. And I feel like we did a really good job of that. So I think that's what made it kind of work as a whole. So you got engaged. Why did you not Mexico vacation? Yeah, it was it kind of would have been like a honeymoon, I guess, at that point, because we've been so isolated. But yeah, so we actually got engaged. And then the net so we didn't see each other that day, which is also wild, like to get engaged through a wall, which is mm-hmm. insane. So we didn't get to see each other till the next day. And that's when you see the you know, the doors open and everybody meets for the first time. So we did all that. And you actually did a clip on your um, Instagram. So you actually. Yeah. So there's actually a super tease trailer on Netflix. So if you go Mm -hmm. like to the Netflix app, you can watch the second trailer and that part's in it, which is kind of cool. But yeah, so we went through that whole part. You know, we met each other. It was a crazy experience. Like I felt like I was having an outer body experience the whole time. You know, Nick Lachey is like over here, like with tears in his eyes. And I'm like, in what world? I ever think I would be in the same room as him, much less him like crying over our connection. So mm-hmm. that was definitely wild. Like, you know, the whole thing. And then we kind of got ripped away for interviews. They wanted to get our in the moment kind of reactions once we had seen each other since it was so built up. And, you know, we went back, I was packing, getting ready for the vacation. And next thing I know, I'm like not getting a knock on the door. And they're like, we did not expect this many couples to connect. And we just don't have the, the bandwidth to cover, you know, eight couples to go to this vacation, live together in an apartment for four weeks and a whole two other weddings. Like they just didn't have the capacity. And I don't think they thought it was going to work as well mm-hmm. as it did. And neither did we. So, you know, to have eight couples out of 15 and 15, that's a, that's a pretty yeah. high rate of people matching. So that's pretty much why they didn't really ever tell us like details, but that's, you know, we were ready to go to Mexico. And the next thing we know, we're sent home with no cameras. And it was like, it was kind of like a whirlwind, honestly, that whole process for sure. And I know you mentioned earlier, um, like you and Kenny knew similar people. So something you were able to talk about then and being that you were all in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. did you have other connections like that? Like did people know each other? You know, between me and the guys, I didn't know any of the guys. I didn't even really know Kenny at all. I just, we had a lot of mutual friends, which I'm sure we'd probably seen each other before. We just didn't know it. But no, none of the other guys, like surprisingly, the guy that I matched with, Wesley, he ended up, I mean, he lives like right across the street from me. So yeah, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know any of the girls. I think Jessica and Kelly actually knew each other, Mm -hmm. but they didn't know each other was doing the show, I don't think. So they kind of just showed up and was like, oh my gosh. But other than that, no, nobody really... Like yeah, there was really no reason besides just too many matches that you and yeah. couldn't get to keep going. Yeah, for so sure. So how did you guys have your relationship play out after the filming when you realized you weren't going on the vacation? Yeah, so like I said, it was honestly just like what just like when they told us we weren't going to Mexico, it was kind of just like what just happened? Because we'd had that two week, you know, we were in the pods for two weeks, which doesn't seem like a long time. But when you're in isolation two weeks is a long time with no phone and any of that. So 
building up to go on the vacation, we were just really excited to be able to spend time together and just kind of, you know, figure out if this was going to work. And so after, you know, we found out, we went home and we hung out for a few weeks. Honestly, we were like together a lot, kind of like being out in normal. And it was weird at first. Mm -hmm. I remember we went to, we went like on a lunch date and I'm like with him and I have like a ring on and I like saw someone that I knew and I'm like, this is weird because there's no cameras, you know, you're so used to for, you know, 12, 13 days having cameras in your face, asking your feelings. And now you're just thrown into the real, real world, but you can't talk about how you met. So that was definitely challenging, but we tried, we really did try to make it work. I had before the show had kind of was at a crossroads in my career. And so I kind of knew going into this whole experience that after I came out, I was kind of just kind of have a clean slate and mm -hmm. I wanted to really launch my career in fashion and so I was ready for that next step. And he had already told me while we were in the pods that he had always wanted to move to Asia. Like that was one thing that was like on his bucket list, he wanted to move to Bali, travel and do all these awesome things. And he got the opportunity to do that right after the show. Cause he had quit his job as well. And so that happened and, you know, naturally being that far away, it was going to be really hard for us to make it work. We still kept in contact. We were super close. Um, you know, we talked all the time, but he was out doing his thing and I was kind of developing my career. And then literally the week he got back from Bali. So he was gone for like five and a half, six months. He got back the same week I got offered a job in New York. So I packed my bags right when he got back and moved to New York for six months. So that was kind of crazy too. It was like, you know, if I didn't do the show, I probably wouldn't have had this opportunity. Same for him you know, just timing wise, he wouldn't have been able to travel to Asia. So, mm -hmm. you know, we try to make it work. It just distance wise, it just wasn't the right time. So we both knew we had to focus on our careers, did the whole thing. And then, you know, that's like a year later. And then here we are basically the show airing. So we picked back up, you know, we talk all the time. We're super close. We had no idea what was going to be shown. Just like everybody else, we were, you know, 5am popping champagne, drinking mimosas together, watching the first episode. And then we kind of fast forwarded and we're like, okay, where are we? Where are we? Never showed any of our dates. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely been like a whirlwind, but like I said, we're, we're super close. It just, you know, timing wasn't right. And I feel like a lot of things had to play into factor. So do you feel like the reason that you got that deep connection with him? I know, you know, it didn't work out with all these factors, but you did get engaged and it sounds like you have a really good friendship. Do you feel like it was because it was such a, Ex like such an experience where you really were getting to know them without seeing them. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I've never, you know, just, I feel like we would have never really met or had the connection that we had, had it been, you know, out somewhere at dinner or like out at a bar or through mutual friends, like it would have been really hard to form the connection that we did because it was so real and, you know, just so genuine. Like I had no idea what he looked like. We never really talked about it. It wasn't like, you know, we wanted to trust the process and really go through it and not base it off of looks at all. So we've tried to really not speak about it at all, which I think made it that much more genuine when we saw each other. But yeah, I feel like I wasn't really meant to go on the show to obviously, you know, get married because it didn't mm -hmm. happen. And I'm thankful in the end of it, looking at it, um, I think it happened the way it was supposed to and for my career and his career and, you know, but I definitely look at relationships and even friendships and just communication in general a lot different because, you know, th the things that we talked about were things that actually mattered. You know, it doesn't really matter what you look like. And 
same thing with, you know, when you're going on dates and stuff, like I would go on dates from Bumble and I would always, you know, show my friends first, be like, Oh, what do you think? You know, like, and they'd be like, Oh, do you really think he's your type? And then, then I would get in my head and kind of steer away. Not that their, um, their opinions aren't valid, but you know, with having no distractions, it was just my decision and no one else's. So I thought that part of it really did help me, you know, be a better communicator and be more vulnerable when I'm, you know, dating or just anything. And as you watch the show kind of play out, were you surprised by any of the couples or did you kind of figure that's what would happen since you did know these women differently than anyone else? Yeah, I definitely think for the most part, you know, we knew by Mm -hmm. a few days before the engagement kind of where everybody was headed and everybody had started getting really serious after like the first five days, I would say. Um, So I kind of had an idea of where everybody was going to end up, but it's crazy to see it play out on TV because there was a lot of things that we didn't know and that we didn't see. Um, like as you've watched the show, I'm sure. So you saw like the Barnett, Amber, like Lelsie kind of love triangle. Honestly, I had no clue that the capacity of Barnett and Jessica's kind of relationship, that wasn't really a focus while we were in the pods or, you know, with all the girls. So seeing stuff like that was definitely surprising um, and seeing how deep their connection actually was. But for the most part, I think that, you know, all the couples who stayed together, I'm not surprised at all. Like Lauren and Cameron are perfect. They're like made for each other, which is crazy. They figured it out so quick. Yeah. Um, um, you know, we, we see this one side, but talking to you, it is really that fast. Cause yeah. them get engaged so quickly. Yeah. So actually, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but we all have got engaged on the same day. So, okay. They, kind of honed in on each other really early. Cause I think they just had that immediate connection. Um, whereas a lot of other of us were kind of, I don't know, exploring multiple options. Cause I just didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and then, you know, something happened. And so I just try to be open, but yeah, they, they connected like really quickly for sure. But we all actually got engaged on the same day. So, so was kind it of all the same time? time you had your two weeks in the house and then you got engaged after the two weeks. And then it was, so one- yeah, it was about like, I think it was like 12 days. Which sounds like nothing at all, but it seemed like a lifetime. But yeah, it was 12 days and we were dating that whole time. And then we got engaged. And then the next day is when we had the reveal where we got to see each other. And so had you gone on the vacation would have been one week of vacation then one week living together and then the wedding. Yes. So it was like, no. So the pods were like kind of their own little thing. And then it was the vacation. I think it was like maybe four or five days. I'm not sure. I wasn't there, but (laughs) a few days of that. And then they moved into an apartment for four weeks together. And then for the- four weeks. So if yeah. you would have stayed, um, you would have had about eight weeks or six days. Yeah. It was like around like eight weeks, I think for like the whole, you know, production part of it. Um, but yeah. Did you ever anticipate that this show would have so much success? Not at all. Honestly. I mean, like I said, at first I thought it was a joke when I got, the first, you know, message on Instagram because I had just gone through the whole casting thing for The Bachelor. And I was like, again, like what is happening? And I really did think it was like a joke. Um, and especially because it took forever for it to come out. You know, we're all at at some points we were like, okay, guys, is this show? Because we have a group chat and we talk like all the time. We're like, is it ever going to air? Like, did we just do something that no one's ever going to know about, you know? And then, you know, when word got out and it started getting such big hype because it's just such a different premise than any other dating show that there has been you know the circle is not really a dating show but that's kind of the first time we were introduced to like you know not physically being able to see someone that you're communicating with and forming a connection whether it be friendship or romantic um 
so yeah, I mean, honestly, I had no idea. And then when it hit like number one for multiple weeks, it was like, what is happening? Like, I can't believe I was a part of it. So. And you mentioned that you all have a group text because we do get to see like a little bit of drama on the show, but has everyone pretty much remained friends. Yeah. I mean, we all connect. I mean, we all kind of went through something that I feel like nobody will ever really understand. Even the people that go on season two, um, because it's just so different when you go into something like no pun intended, but like blind, like we had no idea. There's nothing we could have Googled to prepare us for, you know, watching a previous season. We just kind of went in and we're like, okay, let's just go with the flow. So yeah, honestly, we all remain like really close. Um, you know, we chime in back and forth. We'll talk all the time. I'm close with a lot of the girls I hang out with a lot before quarantine and stuff, but yeah, I mean, we're all really good friends. And I think that with us being all a part of the first season, everybody went in with real intentions because mm-hmm. we had no, you, you didn't really have a choice, but to be genuine and real in yourself. So, so you mentioned like season two and I saw that season two is casting. What do you tell people that want to audition and go on for season two? So it's crazy because, you know, like I keep saying, it's something that like we couldn't prepare for, you know, with season two, it's in Chicago. So if you know anyone's Chicago, I can pass their info along if they're looking to go on it. But Honestly, just be yourself. Um, you know, it's going to be, you know, people seeing how people blow up from the show and, you know, people have millions of followers and all this stuff. Now, I just hope that people go in with real intentions and are genuine and just give it a shot because you never know. I mean, it did work for a lot of people and, you know, it didn't work for me as far as, you know, finding a husband, but I met such good friends. I really feel like I'm, the show really did change my life. In, in a way, I feel like um, it made me just like kind of just go after things a little bit more, not aggressively, but just without caring what other people think. And I just hope that anyone that does it is just genuine and open to the whole process and stay true to it. That's what I did. Yeah. It, you know, it did work in the, mo- in the moment and at the time. And I think that just be yourself. That's really like all the advice I can say, to be honest. And I like how you touched on just being genuine because this is a dating experiment unlike what we're used to in this world with social media dating apps all of the things that are so focused on looks yeah so with that being said I mean we kind of touched on this but how open do you think someone needs to be when they go into this like how deep are those conversations that you're having in the pods so I mean you have to think too this isn't just like you know you connect with somebody you leave and you just date. This is like, you're possibly going to get engaged to this person and you could potentially spend the rest of your life with them. So you have to really think about like, obviously first questions, like when you're on a normal date, you're not like asking how many kids they want. That would scare Mm -hmm. people away. I mean, that's just normal. You know, you don't, you don't just ask that right off the bat. But for this, I felt like for me, I treated it as, you know, a normal date. I wasn't like going in the first day being like, so do you want, you know, where do you want to live? What kind of, what do you do? I was just being genuine and like asking the questions I would ask in a normal conversation. And then those questions kind of built from the time that I spent with them. So yeah, I mean, I feel like, like I said, just being genuine and, you know, asking those questions, but making sure it's like the right time. I know that's what I did and it worked for me, even though I wasn't, you know, I would say not until like day five or six that I was like dead set on picking Wesley, you know, but I was just open to the whole thing and really kind of weighing out all my options and just being present in every date. So I definitely did that a lot too. 
And if you could go back, would you do this again? I feel like I would. You know, it's crazy seeing it play out. I think it would be definitely different if I did do it again because, well, I mean, for me, it we would be at least on that vacation. <laughs> yeah, I would like, I wouldn't do it any differently. I would be the same exact that I was going through mm -hmm. the process. But for me, I guess I kind of have a different advantage if I ever were to go back on the show. It would have to be in Atlanta again, obviously. But, you know, people wouldn't really know much about me because they didn't show a lot of what I went through. So I think anybody, you know, that was on it that got shown a lot and they got to know their personality, it'd be hard for them to go on it again. Um, but yeah, if they asked me, I would definitely do it again. I'm single and, right now. So well, there you go. So would you yeah. turn to another reality show to find love? I mean, I honestly like before all this, I would have never vision myself you know on tv or trying to date on tv because i just thought it would never work but seeing after like all these relationships that came out of this show and all the friendships and connections i would definitely be open to trying trying it again of some sort i definitely think it, I, I would be a little bit more aware because i mm -hmm. you know you don't you're not used to having cameras around you so i think i'd be more comfortable and like less uptight for the first few days i'd probably just you know be more myself the first few days but yeah i'm definitely open and open to it if the right opportunity has to be you know something good i don't think i could do like i don't know too hot to handle or <laughs> i would like lose I haven't it. Had I to watch that yet but i, I haven't either i've watched like, one part of one episode but i need to watch it it's my next binge show and i know you mentioned so everyone was from atlanta and now they're mm -hmm. doing chicago why do you think it's important because a lot of these dating shows where you can live anywhere in the country mm -hmm. why do you think it's so important with love is blind or do you feel like it really is as important that everyone lives in the same city i feel like that was a really smart um decision on their part to do it mm -hmm. all in one city and i'm glad that they're doing it again in chicago um picking people that you know already live there so that just makes it's so much easier. You know, you're already, you already have your life kind of there and you just kind of want someone to complete it. You don't have to like uproot your entire life and move across the country if you do make a connection. So I definitely think that was another thing that hooked me um, from the beginning is that, you know, these guys already live in my area and I don't even know about them. So mm -hmm. I definitely, yeah, I think that was a really smart decision on their part. And Lexi, what do you think it was about you that stood out to the casting directors and they picked you for the show? Honestly, I have no idea. I really don't. And I ask myself this all the time because, you know, it happened. The casting thing happened twice in the matter of like three months. That's so um, strange though. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was definitely off the wall. Like I was like, there's no way this is real. Both The Bachelor and this casting. So I don't know. I mean, I just feel like I'm normally just myself and I don't really, you know, I wouldn't say I have no filter, but I feel like. I was just genuine. I don't know if they got my information from the Bachelor casting. I don't know if they, I don't know. I really don't know how they found me. They just messaged me on Instagram. Yeah. For love and forever. And so you did mention a little bit about you have started your own business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after the show, I, you know, I'd always wanted to go into fashion. It was something that I did. I would say more as like a hobby. Cause I didn't really, you know, I didn't go to school for fashion. I went mm -hmm. to school for exercise science which I didn't even do anything with but fashion's always been a really big part of like my life just in general um, and so I never really felt like I wouldn't say qualified but I you know like I said I don't have a fashion degree um, but after the show I kind of was just like okay you know what if there's ever a time like now is the time so yeah I do personal styling I'm starting to work a little bit with production too for styling for tv shows and movies hopefully once production's lifted and everything's back to normal I got the opportunity just by being on the show, connecting with people um, that put me in contact with a styling 
job for a TV show on Lifetime. So I love, you know, I love shopping. Uh, if, you know, I could just literally go shopping for my friends all day long, that would be the best career ever. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing a lot of virtual styling um, and just, you know, shopping for a living, which is the best, honestly, dream job. That's awesome. Way to yeah. go. Like, that's really cool. Cause it is scary. I mean, I know too, I used to be a first grade teacher, so it is mm -hmm. scary when you quit for something. Yeah. So it's really cool that you're able to be successful with that. Yeah. And I think the show really gave me the launch to kind of just be open. And even, you know, like I said, I always thought going on the show was the reason that I went on the show is to find a husband. But I think that mm -hmm. in you know retrospect, looking back, I really think that it was for me to meet the right people and get connected and be able to like actually launch my career. And so it really did work out in the best way. And I'm like super thankful, even though I'm sad it wasn't shown and we didn't get to go to Mexico, but like I could be married right now. And I'm kind of liking focusing on myself. So I think it all worked out for, you know, the way it was supposed to. Well, and it's great that you still have a great friend from the whole experience, yeah. whether you guys worked out romantically or not. Yeah, we definitely, you should chat with him too. He, he we, we love talking about it because it's kind of cool to tell our story kind of on our own terms, you know, yeah, not to worry about editing. I need to bring that. you both back together. And yeah, then we, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're super close. I talked to him this morning. We talk all the time. So he's great like no hard feel like I just feel like it worked out the best way for both of us and we both got to kind of just focus on ourselves for a little bit longer which I didn't really know I needed but thanks to the show it kind of gave me the confidence to just really build my brand my career and just focus on what I really wanted to do so super thankful yeah so Lexi where can people find you because I know that there's already so many people that were interested in your story just from yeah the posting they've seen, where do you like for people to reach out to you? So I'm on Instagram all the time. Um, it's just Lexi Skip, L-E-X-I-E, -E, and then S-K-I-P-P. -P. And then my website is called Skip the Line. So it's skiptheline.shop. And you can send me an inquiry on there mm -hmm. and we can set up closet clean out, virtual styling. Um, I'm kind of doing it all right now, especially with all the free time I have on my <laughs> hands. So yeah. But hopefully they'll drop some of our footage. We're like crossing our fingers. Would be yeah. great, especially right now. We all have, I'm, you know. I think everyone would be so interested, like after hearing your story and how there really wasn't, because I was kind of expecting you to tell me like, you saw each other and you're like, eh, we're not really going to get engaged. And that's why it ended. Honestly, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I wonder. But then I saw that, you know, you had shared, you guys kind of tried to make it work after the show. So yeah. I just find that really interesting. Yeah, I think our story would have been, great and relatable for a lot of people because it was very normal you know there wasn't much drama and I think that could may have been a reason that it wasn't shown because it could have been boring to a lot of people but I also think it could be really relatable so hopefully they'll you know they have tons of footage hopefully they'll just drop it so people can see and kind of get an idea of you know how many connections were actually made so well yeah and there's, I mean I feel like there was such a fan base that they could mm -hmm. throw Oh, people would like freak out I feel like at this point because everybody just wants more love is blind and now with production being kind of at a halt for a little bit they can't film season two so who knows when it'll come out so maybe just in the meantime they'll just you know just leak the footage yeah we want to see it we need to see Lexi and Wesley's story yeah <laughs> from the pod so yes. thanks so much Lexi you were so fun to talk to and I'm really excited that we got to hear the love story that we didn't see on love is blind Yes, me too. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to talk about it. Thank you for watching The Sarah Scoop Show. 
head to sarahscoop.com for more.